What is up, high performers, and welcome to another episode of the Consistency Wins Podcast. We're going to let you guys get right into the episode with Katie Barnett. Enjoy. All right, we have Katie Barnett here in our virtual studio, the founder of Level After Next. Katie, thank you so much for coming on. Of course. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Where are you, uh, where are you located in the in the world right now? I am currently in Southern California in a place Southern? called Thousand Oaks. Okay, awesome. And uh, what's going on in your life right now? Oh, that's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm going to leave it open-ended so that we can, uh, you know, I want you to dictate where you want to go here. Um. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot going on in my life. I have three little kids all in school. They actually all just recently started um, new school. So it's been a crazy week or a few weeks actually. And um, I am going into, you know, what we all know as the busiest season and sales and everything else. And so just um, trying to keep that work-life, home-life balance like everyone else in the world is always interesting, but it's also an exciting time of year for both reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, fourth quarter is, uh, you know, if, if people are listening to this, we like to keep it evergreen, but we are in October of 2021. Um, the fourth quarter in businesses is, is wild. So let's dive into that though. What does your business look like and what, what service do you provide? Well, I have a I have a couple of different businesses and you know, I'm just constantly trying to monetize really anything that I can. Um which has been a fun project for me over the last year. I um resigned from a position as a top leader in one company this past February and so it was a big pivot, uh, especially with having a big team of over a thousand and I was homeschooling all three kids at the time. Um and you know it was it was it was a big deal and so to move into a new business and then start my own businesses on top of that um has been honestly it's been a lot of fun and i i attribute that to just a lot of personal growth and going with the flow and seeing my own personal um abilities and thinking bigger than ever but um, I offer personal coaching that really focuses around branding and uh, how to just show up as your best authentic self. I think that a lot of people kind of sell themselves short um, and everybody has a story to tell, even when we think that it's small and insignificant. And by sharing that story and um, getting to really connect with people on those smaller levels you can blow your main business up in ways that you really could never expect. And so people kind of focus on the sale or focus on the pitch um, when really that connection is the most important place to to live. And so um, my level after next business is just kind of helping people find that direction for them. And sometimes it's as small as, you know, missing play dates once your kids move into high school. (laughs) Um, And other times it's something bigger, like overcoming, uh, you know, a big loss or alcoholism or otherwise. But um, I really believe that, especially in this day and age of social networking, um, there's just so much opportunity to show up authentically, provide value to people. And then in that space of trust, you're really able to 
um, then share your product and, and what else you have to offer. So I also have a large team in social retail and we focus on health and wellness products um, and, you know, everything from weight loss to gut health and anti-aging. So that's also very fun. That's amazing. Well, thank you for unpacking that. And there, there's a yeah. bunch that I want to talk about. And what, one thing I like to say is like, you know, I really want to monetize everything. That's the kind of the way of, you know, my goal in life is like, I just want to live my life and get paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of the goal there. And to, to just provide so much value that, you know, people want to talk to you. And that, exactly. that's such a great point that you bring up in, in sales. Too many people are focused on quote unquote selling and closing and all that stuff. When really all it is, is building a relationship and providing so much value to the person that the price no longer matters. And there's not these negotiation tactics. There's no sleazy little sales tax. I got to use this type of clothes and all that right. stuff. It's like, okay, you know, we're talking, this is what you said you need. I'm going to find out a little bit more about you to make sure this is exactly what you need. And then we'll, we'll implement it if it makes sense. Exactly. Once the trust is there um, and it's a true trust, then um, people will want to be interested in really anything it is that you have to offer. And monetizing everything right now is quite easy. You know, anything that I buy on Amazon, I'm going to share and ding, it's a write off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that's so well said. So now talk us through a you know, what your system looks like when somebody comes in to level after next, um, let's say quote unquote, a lead comes in, um, however that's generated. And then from the relationship building to like the discovery call to them actually becoming a client, why don't you walk us through that? Well, I think most of, most of the kind of learning takes place on my Instagram. Um, I just share truths on my Instagram. And sometimes that is financial truth. Sometimes it's like what I'm going through as a mom. Um, I don't, I have a couple of different areas. I talk about mental health often because I'm just so pro therapy and, um, any kind of support that people can get. So it's really, my Instagram is it's, it covers business to mental health, to momming, to all the things. Um, and so that's probably my biggest real funnel where people get to learn, about me and what I have to offer. And then level after next, I have a couple of different options as far as, you know, coaching goes. We can have just a one-on-one -on -one discovery call where I can point you in the direction, provide a couple of graphics um, to help people get started on their Instagram journey and then help to edit. I love writing and I love editing. I actually worked at a college years ago, just editing papers and teaching um, APA. And so um, just helping people kind of zone in on a writing tone. And um, it's just a few little tweaks most of the time that people really need uh, when honing their Instagram feed or their social media feed. And so it's just a short 30 to 45 minute call where we go over some of those things. And then there, the packages kind of move up from there to where, you know, I'm providing more content and we can actually just flip their Instagram because really all it takes is four good graphics, right? And of course, Instagram links to Facebook. So it's just kind of a training on that, the ways to really provide value, you know, stop posting pictures of your dog. It's cute. Every once in a while is fine, but people want to see you. They want to know what value you can provide. And then it's helping people find that thing about them that is really going to resonate. And again, it doesn't have to be something huge and, and shocking. You know, we all have things in our lives that we're ready to share. And then we have those that are, we still need to hold close and that's okay. 
But I think that by starting small, providing value where you can, maybe you're great at investing, maybe you know about real estate, you know, it can be anything. And then, um, you know, as you share more and more, you become more comfortable to kind of open up the areas of your life that are a little bit more vulnerable. And uh, more than anything, it feels very good to uh, be a, a safe place in kind of a hectic world to provide that kind of value. For for people that are trying to to scale their social presence on Instagram, as the example, what are you seeing the most common mistakes? What what, are those, what do those mistakes look like, or what are those misconceptions um, typically entail? I think that uh, the the thing that people kind of, especially those new to sales and using utilizing social media for um, retail, it's it's one their profile picture. Um, it needs to be very clear, you know, and if you're selling cupcakes, then that needs to be, it needs to be a cupcake, you know? So if it's like a a strong business, if you're growing a brand that's based on you, then, um, it needs to be your face and not some backup picture of your family. Not, uh, you know, we know that that it's a tiny little picture that has to grab people and give them something as far as who you are and what they're following. So that, and then the bio, your bio needs to be clear, um, a mission statement is like a shortened, condensed mi- mission statement is a great place to start in your bio or just, um, you know, solid like sentences saying exactly what you are and what you have to offer. Uh, and then and then going into the feed. It's really just a matter of staying consistent in. Your. I mean, it doesn't mean that everybody has to have this perfectly curated feed, but you do want to kind of stick with the same uh, filter potentially. And you can buy all kinds of filters in Lightroom, but you want your pictures to have the same kind of look. And I think that people believe that they want to show like every aspect of their life. But in truth, when it comes to Instagram and social media, people really are looking for value. And so don't sell in your feed, share, share your story in your feed, share value in your feed, and you sell in your stories and stories, stories sell in general, your story, whatever it is, it's going to be what, you know, people resonate with, what brings them to you, what attracts them to you. And then, but also, you know, play on words, those stories and Instagram are really everything. And that's where you're going to see the most ads. That's where you're going to see the most interaction. And um, so utilizing your stories is huge. And then um, if you're not aware, huge algorithm shift at this point to reels. And I think people are afraid of reels, but they're really quite simple. And it's a great way to expand your network quickly right now. I love that. And, and so there's so much I want to unpack there because you, you hit on a lot. One, you talked about the, the consistency and we're going we're gonna to go about that in a, a little bit later in this interview. But two, uh, I really love the fact that you talked about I think the the pictures and the reels are to grow and then you know the calls to action are in the in the stories which yeah. is amazing. I, I wanted to ask you have you seen a shift because I know you talked about the algorithm have you started to see a shift in the level of engagement because I know there's a lot of things Instagram's doing that if you're not really playing to uh, you know their standards within their algorithm you're not reaching as many people as you want. I know you have over 20,000 followers you might not be able to touch them as much as you were three to five years ago. And what does that shift look like? Because I know TikTok is getting huge, um, you know, with the organic reach, that might be a space where people start to dive in. I'm definitely diving in there. So I'd love to hear your take on that. 
It's always so interesting. And I've been a student of social media for quite some time. And, you know, it's, you don't have to become some kind of social media genius. There are plenty of them out there. I don't consider myself one, but I do love learning about it. And I have noticed um, some of the major trends. And so right now we know that Facebook and Instagram are competing hardcore with TikTok, right? So what I love about TikTok is that it is very easy to get that organic reach. Um, I had a girlfriend who posted one video, went viral. Now she's huge. I mean, and it was just her hooking up her <laughs> her trailer, their full-time travelers, hooking up her trailer to the truck. And it was like, boom, she's just gold, you know? So it's crazy how fast you can grow on TikTok and then that can lead you to growth in other areas. Of course, for most of us, it just doesn't happen that way. But uh, that said, it is a great place for organic reach. But Instagram and Facebook are now competing with that. And so with anything, anytime on social media, if you're trying to grow a following, you want to be doing any of the new things that they're putting out. And so you will be highly favored by um, utilizing Reels right now. And now they're shifting into Facebook Reels as well. Um, And so where you know, TikTok is a great place to be. I do believe that Instagram and Facebook are going to go ahead and rival that um, quickly because they see the benefit there and they see Mm -hmm. that people are utilizing it. So it's really just playing to what they want, you know? Yeah, for sure. Can we talk about reels for a second? Because I want to understand what these actually are. Because I I see them all the time. And a lot of people just repurpose their TikToks into their reels. What makes the, the real different than just posting a normal like IGTV? So the reels are shorter. They uh, are going to be just that quick burst of inspiration, something funny. Um, uh, You know, it can be something to do with sales. Although for the most part, you're going to end up getting way more traction on something that is simply providing value in reels. But the nice thing about them is that they can show up on your feed or simply in your reels spot. So a lot of times I'll have mine on my feed for a day or so and then just move them into reels. Um, They will continue to be shown within reels to people, you know, who find interest in whatever it is that you're focusing on. You don't need 30 hashtags. You're best to stick between five to eight hashtags, which is a huge relief to anybody who is constantly (laughs) searching for hashtags. And um, it's just, it's shorter content. And it's one of those things where when stories first started, I was like, what is this? I don't understand. Why am I watching somebody's Mm -hmm. entire day and their stories? And, but it was what Instagram wanted us to be doing. They need more content living in in less of a um, permanent space, which was basically what was happening. The servers were getting overloaded with how many main posts there were. So this stories idea came about and it's been really successful. So now with Reels, um, it's again, it's just that competition with TikTok, that micro content is basically what it is. So getting a lot of information into a very short little video. And it's just how people function. I mean, we all have ADHD on uh, on social media. You know, I think they, they say you have like a 1.2 second um, attention span when scrolling social media. So that's what's nice about the reels is somebody might start watching your IGTV video, 
But if they're not intrigued in those first few seconds, they're going to move on to something else where mm-hmm. reels can hold someone's attention uh, through the entirety of the reel. Yeah, well said. And and now diving back to consistency, I'm not sure if you're aware that Landon and I's mantra is consistency wins. We own a brand called Consistency Wins. Um, so it, I, obviously you have to imagine, uh, I have to imagine that you believe in the power of consistency because of the fact that one, in order to grow on any social platform, you have to be consistent. And just to be a high achiever in general, you have to be consistent. When it comes to consistency in social media, what does that look like in terms of like quantity of posting, what specifically you're posting, and just how it plays into your general life? Um, I mean, uh, consistency on social media is absolutely everything. I've experienced it myself. Like I said, when I first learned about stories, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to give this a few months and I'm just going to post to my stories every day. And sure enough, it, it created a huge shift in my social media. And I trained my team to do the same thing. Um, and everybody will, as long as you're showing up consistently, you will see the growth occur. You'll see more people watching. You'll see all of that. But I think that what's more important um, is planning a little bit. And I know that that can kind of freak people out, but um, planning your content will just take that load off. So the best thing I would say is to plan, you know, have a day of the week where you're just going to plan a week ahead. And that doesn't mean that you have to have everything perfectly planned out. But if you have a general idea of what you're going to post, I would say one to two posts a day. Some people do three. You don't have to move all of those over to Facebook. But um, in Instagram, you are going to be more favored the more often that you post. And so twice a day is ideal. And I would say that, you know, at least one of those should be a personal picture of some sort or even just a pretty picture with some kind of value. Another one can be um, even just a great quote that follows along with whatever it is that you're trying to focus on through your brand. But um, you want to be showing up regularly, not just for the people who are following you so that they can continue to gain um, all kinds of tools and learning from you, but also because the algorithm's just going to like you more and um, you will start to see benefits by sticking to that plan. So a lot of times, you know, I'll have, I post about twice a day and um, it's, you know, I'll talk about finances one day. I'll talk about momming the next day. I might talk about um, staying consistent on another day, but keeping that kind of plan alive and putting it into your weekly, you know, idea for what your business is going to look like is it's absolutely necessary if you're utilizing social media. So I'm somebody who I know that social media is super, super important as far as like being relevant and providing value and connecting with more people. I just have absolutely no desire to be that consistent on social, right? So for someone like like myself, and I'm sure there's other people listening that that relate, what what do I do? I want to have a presence, but I don't want to take the time to post and I don't want to take the time to be necessarily even creative all the time. What what are the options that are out there? Okay. So what I want to talk about real quick, if it's okay. Please do. <laughs> before, yeah. before we move into that is um, what, what your, you know, 
minute per hour rate is. So this is, again, something that my mentor taught me, and it's been huge ever since I kind of learned it and really like internalized it. So if you take what it is that you plan to learn in a year, or sorry, that you plan to earn in a year, or what your goal is for a year's worth of earning, right? Um, And try to be somewhat like in the ballpark, not just like your 10-year goal of being a multi-billionaire. So, you know, you want to earn $300,000 a year, then you're going to divide that by 2,000, which is the average number of hours that an American works. And you'll divide that number by 60. And that'll give you your minutely rate. So for me right now, my minutely rate is between $275 and $3 per minute. I delegate. (laughs) If it is worth more for me to have somebody to simply post things for me because I might get stuck in the scroll, um, then I'm going to delegate it. And so what I would say to you is that if you are, you know, you can delegate to somebody who creates content. Um, I have someone who gives me kind of writing prompts and then I take those into my own direction. I put the add the picture in in a you know in a note, and then he's going to go ahead and post everything for me. So that that's something off my plate, and I'm still getting to be creative in the ways that I want to be. But um, he is doing that work that I don't necessarily want to have to do or have to fit into my schedule. And so there's all different versions of that, variations of it, and you can find somebody who is you know, in college, just, you know, looking for a little side job um, and they can help you with that. But basically, if it's not in your wheelhouse, if it's something that isn't going to be worth your minute per hour rate or sorry, hour per minute rate, then you find somebody to delegate to. And that's one of those things that it took me a long time in business to really figure out that I'm allowed to delegate things. But the sooner you learn that and the sooner, sooner that you use your time for what you, one, love, and also for what is going to move the needle forward in your business and offer to delegate that stuff out, um, the more successful you're going to be, period. Right. Awesome. Awesome. Tony, I I know you, our dynamic, Antonio's dynamic with myself in this partnership with the podcast and in general, he is the opposite of me, right? So he is the the motor who's posting every day, who's constantly, constantly hammered <laughs> away. So we always chat, we always we always joke and chat about how you know different we are as far as that goes. But but I, I do think that's probably the solution is just delegate and offload. Um, well, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I was uh, selfishly taking notes there, Katie, because I. Uh, that that's exactly what I'm I'm aiming to do. This is not something where like if you have so much stuff going on the side, it's a full time job posting, creating captions, doing right. the you know doing the hashtags and all that stuff. Where realistically, all I want to do is I want to be the, the presence on camera and have everyone else do everything else because it's not my desire to learn how to edit, to learn how to use SEO optimization. I don't you know I don't really have a care for that stuff. I just want to be on camera. So yeah. what people don't understand is that like. What really holds them back is actually not spending money in their business of delegation and all that stuff. They think that they'll they'll keep a little bit more profit because of the fact that, you know, they'll do everything themselves when really they'll have time to focus on more higher revenue generating activities if yep. they delegate stuff quicker. That um, income generating activity is your zone of genius, you know, and the more you can spend your time in that zone, 
the better your business will go. And, you know, there are apps that will post for you. So you don't necessarily have to hire somebody, but I will say that it's really great for me to have those prompts and um, to go, you know, to go off of, because then I'm not like desperately searching for what I'm going to talk about today. Exactly. Well, great, great stuff. Thank you so much for shedding light on that. Um, Before we do wrap up though, I did want to ask one question because I saw it on your on Level After Next, and it talked about the difference between social retail and network marketing. Yeah. As somebody that's very familiar in the network marketing space, I'd love to hear what your take is on that and the difference of it. Oh, man. So I I did three and a half years in network marketing until I found um, this company whose products I had been using, and they had developed a new plan, social retail. And for me, I was like, okay, they just slapped lipstick on a pig. And what does that mean? But as I learned more about it and saw really the future of this business, it was a really easy decision for me to move despite having this huge team and everything else. So social retail is, it's just this um, beautiful combination and it's, it's brand new to this space. So while it falls under network marketing, technically, it's really a new concept and it brings together affiliate codes, um, you know, those who are influencers, businesses, um, network marketing, the great things from network marketing. And it's created really this new genre of business that um, is really slaying the e-commerce game. And so um, within social retail, basically, there's no parties, there's no, you know, major educational groups that you need to run. It's all based on affiliate codes. And just like in Amazon or anywhere else, you can have um, a, you know, you can get great deals by purchasing a certain amount. But the way that the business grows is through these affiliate codes. So I, as a marketer, have my own code. Everybody gets $10 off. I share that code with, you know, my new customers. They then have their own code and they can earn $10 back and give $10 off. Um, Or they can actually earn 25% back on every single customer who orders through their code. So it's really just this spider web of sharing and the products themselves are clean. They live in the clean living space. They're award-winning, whatnot. But um, it's financially the most lucrative business out there. And a lot of that has to do with the way that the products are shared, but then also, you know, dual-sided compensation plans. So you have people earning trips who don't even have teams. And um, so it is still in your network marketing zone, but with social retail, it's just uh, been perfected, I would like to say. And we have a lot of influencers and, you know, people who are writers, doctors, all that incorporating this kind of business plan into their offices um, and the businesses that they have already, because it just really fits. And it's going to mm-hmm. be without a doubt where we're growing like hand over fist right now. But come next spring, there's a whole new version of this coming out that's going to only encourage people to share more and um, will be the highest earning way to earn money on online. That's amazing. And, and what's, what was funny about a couple of years ago, uh, can you still hear us? Yeah. So it's funny that you say that because about I would say three to four years ago I was introduced to a network marketing opportunity and um, you know I, I I loved it and I ran with it and it, it it just made sense because like 
why would I ever use products that don't pay me in the long run? Like, why is my loyalty, why am I so loyal to Amazon or Walmart if they don't pay me rather through, um, you know, using it or using affiliate links? So you're so right in that space of like, okay, if these products are good, why wouldn't I just switch my buying power to these if these are going to pay me in the long run? Yeah. Um, So within that, that compensation model, how do you get compensated on bringing in a team then? Well, through bring, bringing in a team, our compensation plan, I, and like I said, I was with another network marketing company prior to this, and this was not a zone that I ever thought that I would be in. I was a teacher. I planned to teach college once my kids got into school. Um, but when I found a great product that, like you said, I would be able to earn money on rather than just share, I was like, why wouldn't I, why wouldn't I try this out? And I was still getting to educate while doing that, which was really fun. Um, but I was one of the top team builders and I, it wasn't reflecting in my paycheck. And I knew because I love to study comp plans along with a million other things, um, I knew that I could be earning a lot more. So with this business, there are, it's really a big bonus system. Uh, I was able to triple my income in my first three months of coming here with a much smaller team. Um, and it's really based on the fact that, you know, when you get into network marketing, a lot of times there's kind of a scarcity mindset. People will always say, oh, there's too many people selling this in my area. There's, you know, I'm afraid that I don't have enough friends and family. And what this business plan does is it really expands that to um, everybody who is your customer. Like it's not worth it to become a marketer just to get a discount. So you have a space for customers, and 85% of our revenue is customer volume, which is huge. Um, typically, it's much smaller in a network marketing company because it's more, uh, it's just better for most people to sign up as a, a consultant and get the discount for themselves. Here, there are, uh, you know, incentives in place for our customers. So our customers are not only getting all these benefits, but they're also sharing because they're getting benefited by sharing and they're sharing great products. Then as a team builder, you know, you have people coming into the business who really want to build a business and by helping them win, you have this major abundance mindset. And so I get to succeed through helping others succeed, which was what I was doing in my previous business. However, I wasn't being compensated for it. So now I get to help people succeed and um, really financially reap benefits of that, which is it's beautiful because what it comes down to is everybody winning equals everybody winning. And that's the way it really should be in a business. At least that's how I feel as a leader. I just want to see people hit goals, um, earn money. And with, you know, as opposed to a typical affiliate company, you know, so many influencers now, everybody's a micro influencer. You can have an affiliate code for really anything. Um, for instance, I have one for like a dry shampoo, a clean dry shampoo that I love. Well, I'm only going to get the kickback the first time that someone orders through that. So when you're looking at influencers and wondering why they're joining this social retail revolution, it's because they're, they know that with other businesses, be it Amazon affiliate links or whatnot, they'll just get you know $3 off of somebody buying that product that one time. When they go back to that site, then the company, the main company owns that customer after that, where here we're utilizing that awesome affiliate code 
system that every company that wants to be online and sharing online is now switching to. So we're utilizing that affiliate code system, but we're also, you get to keep the lifetime of that customer and any customer that they share with as well. And so it's genius and you don't, all of the resources are provided for you. So we talk so much about our systems and systems are really the key to any successful business. So to walk into an e-commerce company that has the products, that has the shipping, that has all of these there for you, and um, then to have the systems in place to where you don't have to memorize you know, why each product is perfect. It's all there for you. Um, it just makes this business really a simple, easy thing for anybody to walk into and add to their, to whatever they have going on. <laughs> it, it's just, a, it's a perfect integration to people's lives. It That's is. what, if, if somebody is, you know, if you're listening to this and you're on the crux of maybe wanting to start a business or don't know where to go, this is an amazing initial asset to start to build because you, one, you got to learn the, the importance of self-development. This is, this is, you know, the personal development side of this game is amazing. And then also, Absolutely. you know, understanding how this works and the compensation structure and all that stuff is extremely valuable. The fact that you cut out the entire supply chain that you're, you know, all that stuff is just so amazing. So thank you for, you know, shedding light on that. And thank you for, you know, bringing so much value to this space. I'm really excited to continue to watch your content. I just followed you on Instagram. Yay, um, we're friends. <laughs> so what is one last thing that you wanted to leave our listeners with? And then how can we follow you? Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I do just going back to the, you know, network marketing, social retail zone. I just want to say that what I love so much about this area, one, like it, network marketing in general has only just become like acceptable, semi-acceptable. And a lot of that has to do with the punctuated equilibrium created by the pandemic, you know, like the world shifted on a dime and e-commerce online business is going nowhere. So where network marketing has been along, around for a long time, right now it's becoming very more well-known. And in 10 years, it's going to be so commonplace. So getting yourself a business, getting involved in a business right now, it is an exceptional time because you're going to be one of the ones earning big time in 10 years when this is just what everybody includes as part of their, you know, income strategy. And what's great about it is that with most all network marketing, you're you're basically getting personal growth wrapped around a comp plan because that is so all that it's about. It's about learning consistency, it's about community, it's about being authentic and sharing with people, providing value, it's about growing yourself and, you know, you, if you're not on a team that's not telling you um, you know, read this book and, you know, follow John Maxwell, Brene Brown, like get with these people who are just going to help you become a better person, um, then you're on the wrong team because that's really all it's about. And, um, you know, other than that, you know, find something small that will inspire others in yourself and online. There is a lot of noise out there. There is a lot of negativity. There is a lot of things that people can complain about, but um, you know, my mentor, Justin Prince, you can follow him. He brings all the heat and all the light and all the love. And um, he always says, stars shine brightest on the darkest night. That's an MLK quote. And you know, it's true, be a light right now because there's a lot of things to complain and be scared of. But if you are that light, in people's feeds, 
um, you're just going to attract more light and, you know, you're going to stand out that much more and, you know, just don't be a part of the noise, be a part of that light and people, they will want to know more. Wow. Well said. Well, Katie, thank you so much for coming on and we are really excited to watch your journey and continue to connect with you. Have a great day. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, so it's actually been a while since we had this podcast with Katie. It was backlogged a little bit. Um, you know, we had that transition phase of you know rebranding to the consistency win side of things. Offline, we've had many conversations with Katie just from an ecosystem merger standpoint, uh, business planning standpoint, all that good stuff. She's doing some really cool things, and I, I enjoyed that interview. I'm looking back on Zencaster right now to see what the actual date was on when on when we had her on, but it, it had to be. In the fall, right? Yeah, it was the fall because I was in Fort Lauderdale at the time, and we did a uh, we did a makeshift podcast probably in I want to say November, October or November. Got it. Got um, it. Yeah, I mean, regardless, October twenty fifth. There she is. Yep. Boom, 25th. boom. Tony V was right. Had to serve his ego real quick. You know it. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean. Uh, it really resonated with me that episode simply because, you know, network marketing actually changed my life. I don't talk about this a lot, but when I first started this personal development journey and creating content and all that stuff, it was actually because I had joined up with a network marketing company and it forces you to get out of your comfort zone, forces you to get uncomfortable, um, forces you to personally develop. And in the beginning, it was extremely forced and creating new habits was not easy. Reading was not easy, but I started to really enjoy it. And I started to grow a solid business in that space. The team I initially started out with, and I won't drop names or I won't say anything bad, but it just didn't allow me the ability to grow the way I wanted to grow my business. So that's why, you know, network marketing is a very powerful business model. And I don't, um, you know, I don't shun it or anything like that, but you have to be very cautious about what team and what company you're partnering up with, because that's everything. Your capacity to grow in that space is determined upon the team that you join. I got to watch you kind of from afar go through all of it, even up until a couple you know months ago, um, and I've gotten to see that there's a ton of value and I and in everything that that's going on in a lot of these communities. And I, I don't know anything outside of really one type of network marketing community just from being exposed to your world um, and how that's been for you. The part that's always been a disconnect for me that I think Katie was helpful in, in, in explaining to us on or offline and, and some other individuals have been helpful in that space too. But the part that initially was disconnect for me is like, there's this exchange that takes place. That's 
separate from the value that's taking place as mm-hmm. the, in this business building community, so to speak. I, I know we've talked about that a lot, but um, I think I think the importance of it all is is really uh, the life changing experiences you see people uh, experience. Yeah, I would one hundred percent say the the personal growth and the you know personal development, all that stuff that is huge, and. For some reason, that's what it's wrapped up in. You know, it's wrapped up in this personal development, uh, self-help shell um, with a business model attached to it. And it works for a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. And what she did is she switched up the game just a little bit from more, more from an affiliate marketing standpoint, right? So now at the end of the day, if you grow a following and you use products, why not get paid to use those products at the same time, right? It's like prosuming right? Like why not only use the products that pay me at the end of the day? Because like Walmart's not going to pay me to use their products. Nike's not going to pay me. Sometimes there's, there's, a, there's affiliate partners, I think there. Um, but if you grow a following, one way to monetize that following is through affiliate marketing, right? And that's, mm-hmm. that's kind of what you and I have been doing on a small scale in consistency wins. Um, I.e., if you like coffee, ramble on roasting code, fifth, con- code consistency wins for 15% off. <laughs> um, just plugging that in there right there. Right, right. So, you know, not it, an advertisement, right? <laughs> the, the model is cool, but it gets jaded with people that are just trying to, you know, catch a quick buck, which you can, but it's not sustainable. And there are a lot easier ways to catch a quick buck than going through a network marketing shell. Right. So, you know, I, I have my love for it. I attribute a lot of my growth to it. I'm no longer involved in network marketing, but you know, the experiences, the people I've met has been super valuable. So, I mean, one of the, one of the main things that I, I took away from the whole experience, is like if you're just getting out of college or just getting out of high school and you want to grow and you don't know what business to get into, a good low cost way to get into the business world and self-development is network marketing. I, th- I think everyone should have to go through some type of experience because it forces you to be super uncomfortable. I was actually just talking, I met some people down here in Miami who were crushing in network marketing. They're no longer in it. But this girl was telling me, she was like, I advise every single person in the world to have to go into network marketing just because of all the trials and tribulations you have to go to, all the uncomfortableness you got to get through. So it was really valuable in that space for sure. That's the thing is it wasn't a, and I think anyone that's been in it that gets out of it is they probably are getting out of it because of what you said initially of they're in it for the wrong reasons. But then, but then also I don't like to speak to, to your experience like as our businesses have grown you know he who chases two rabbits can't catch one kind of thing yep. you know what i mean so that's been that's kind of been our thing um trying to stay narrow stay you know you know keeping things moving in that direction um but yeah i don't want to that's, over, that's well said it, but yeah, yeah no well said because that, that was one of the leading factors for me because i'm not the type of person that wants to half-ass anything and with network marketing if you half-ass it you're not going to grow a business right you might be able to do it 50 years from now um, if you grind, you can you can do stuff pretty quickly. But what we're building, you know, on the business consulting side, financial consulting, all that good stuff, that's a, a relatively immediate ROI, and it it pumps me up. I, I get excited to help business owners. I get excited to help people, um, you know, from an asset protection standpoint, wealth building standpoint, all that cool stuff. It's exciting, and it's led us to amazing things, such as our thirty six hour stay. Well, at least my thirty six hour stay in the Bahamas. That was an amazing experience. And we don't have to touch on all the ins and outs of that experience, but I do want to recap just a little bit because it's so fresh and such a surreal experience making myself understand what, what's to come for us. Um, so why don't you tell us a little bit about that experience and we'll recap that and then wrap this thing up. 
I was going to say, we definitely have to talk about it. Um, man. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to censor what, <laughs> what I say. <laughs> no, no, was, no, I mean, you know, got to fly, you know, on a private jet, shout out to Coco, um, with the squad, the team from Philly. Um, and, uh, are we allowed to publicly announce something for you, Antonio? Have we done that yet? Have we announced that you're the move you're making? No, no, we have not announced that. Um, is that something we want to want to do right now or do we want to hold back? Well, I mean, we, we don't have to drop names and stuff like that. But, you know, the, the announcement is like Landon, after four years of subliminally <laughs> plugging this into my brain and, and nurturing this and planting this seed, he finally got me to, uh, you know, partner up with his firm. You know, the, the dynamic of our business is that we're in business for ourselves, but not by ourselves. And Landon and I have been operating kind of that we're you know, a part of that together. Now with the contracts that we've signed at this point, we're officially in business together, which is super exciting. And, you know, I could not thank you more. So, you know, that, that led to being invited on this trip. Um, We got to fly a private jet to Bahamas, that, that experience alone, just the convenience of being able to fly private is just, that's one of the things I learned. I did a Twitter thread on it and posted it to Instagram as well. It's like one of the main things why money is so important is it just buys convenience right? Immediately, if you want to make your life a little bit more simpler, you can just throw money at the problem. But at the end of the day, money only solves money problems, right? So then if you don't have your personal problems figured out, and you're left with a bunch of shit on that end. So I think you know, that, money, also does, money also solves time problems. I think that's the biggest thing that I learned. Like, just in that experience of like not having to go through TSA, not having to do any of that other BS that you're used to doing when you fly. Yeah. I mean, the, it was just the quickest, most efficient thing. So I, I did, it did click for me. I understand why people will spend, you know, 20, 30, $40,000 on flights. If they're making multiple seven figures a month, you know, it's worth, they're buying time back. They're buying yep. three or four hours of their day back, not having to go through all the red tape just to get on a plane and off a plane. Every, um, every single mega high earner that I've spoken to, they said, you know, they like, they bought bullshit, massive dinners, the cars, the watches, all this stuff. The one thing that's worth it every single time that's worth the premium is flying private. Um, and I, I fully second that. Now, I, I don't own million dollar watches. I don't, I don't know the feeling of feeling that on my wrist or driving you know, um, the Rolls Royce and all that stuff. But flying private is the most definitely the most convenient thing. And I, I'm excited to you know, get, get to that point. That's 100% something that you and I will be subscribing to is totally. you know get, getting on that on that stuff because on that I level fly, i have to fly commercial tomorrow actually and it's actually making me sick thinking about it and i don't want that to come from like a materialistic <laughs> petty standpoint but it's like it literally makes uh, me sick thinking yeah. about going through well, security and all that shit man yeah you know, it's like it's like it's like when you sit in first class you never want to sit and coach again it's the same thing yeah it's, it's just that experience and everything but yeah the reality is you know the reality is what it is and and that's what we're chasing now so um, but, but, you know, as, as Austin would say that he jokes, uh, shout out to Austin. He's, he jokes and, and calls himself a hitchhiker or whatever he has to fly. Yeah. <laughs> and God forbid, um, you got to fly spirit, bro. God, God forbid. forbid. Oh, <laughs> dude. So, yeah. So like, anyways, not to, not to overkill the, the jet stuff, but that was, that was an awesome experience. Um, and then, yeah, the trip itself was beautiful. Weather was beautiful. Nothing but just great time, great food, great laughs. Um, you know, I, I just, yeah, I, that will be, I said this to, to Coco, who's, who's the individual who basically set all this up and handled everything. Um, uh, in, in a lot of ways, I said to him, I was like, look, I always believe that the best is yet to come in life. 
always, no matter what. But that will be go down as one of the best trips I'll ever take in my life for yeah. so many reasons. Um, just because of the dynamic of you and I, it was kind of like a icing on the cake as far as us fully being able to be partnered together. Um, and it was also just this culmination of the last really two and a half years or so, three years or so of, you know, our team in Philly growing and growing and, you know, just pounding the pavement, grinding nonstop. You're so, you, you as well, because it, it landed you over to where, where you are now, but like just this culmination of a lot of things. And um, I think that things like that trips like that, it was a celebration for, uh, you know, some accomplishments that our team has done um, along alongside of Antonio coming on board, like all those things you, you would think, Oh, like you cross a finish line and now you can coast the, the it's the opposite reaction that all of us have had. It's just created nothing but momentum for us. Um, and it's just, just very grateful, honestly. So I don't want to, you know, over, sell the trip or overdo it no it was it was, it was cool blast, though it was, it was a reignition man a, a massive fire lit under us even though like motivation has been high all the time just because we understand what we're building what we're looking to do but also reassurance right we're we're around some of the top guys in that industry and what i, I recall one time and you know this isn't to boast about us but this was a pretty cool moment where he was talking to some of the younger guys and he was like you guys want to build you know a massive business do what Landon and Antonio are doing and just do that for a long time. And that was really cool to understand that like subconsciously without understanding what we were doing, we've been doing this for like two to three years of just building relationship capital, um, you know, branding ourselves on the consulting side, just bringing value in all different spaces. And then eventually business owners need financial services at the end of the day. That just is what it is. Totally. So, you know, I love what we do. Best is yet to come, as you would say, um, Anything else you want to leave our, our listeners with? Just grateful for all you guys. You know, as we always say, the, the fee is just to share this thing. We we don't make money off this podcast. It's not the goal. It's just to impact and, and give value. So, no, appreciate you guys and and looking forward to, to many more, many more episodes to come. Yep, absolutely. Love you guys. Consistency wins.